And look at it go. He could go all the way. Touchdown. 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 The Bills make me want to kick your heels up and shout. Coming up the middle. Free safety. Gotta get it go. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Come on and shout. Kelly with a deep drop takes a long look. He's got a man open. Andre Reid, he's in the end zone for a touchdown. How do you do? One second remaining on the clock. Jack Eichel wins it in overtime. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 102 of One Before I Die. We have a very, very, very special episode on tap for you guys today. Um, kind of teased it on Twitter a little bit this past week. Um, a, a little bit of, more of a late drop again. We're coming at you Thursday, but that's all right because we're gearing everything towards week one of the NFL season. It's finally here. Buffalo Bills football is finally coming back, and um, I could not be more excited. Uh, I know Ethan's excited, and I know that my boy T-Money, Trent Maurer, is excited. He is with us today as well. I think we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago, maybe last episode, that Trent would be joining us again for the preview of the Bills season like he did last year. Um, kind of making this a little bit of an annual thing, which I love. Um, I know that you know Trent came on last year when we did this, and the, the episode did really well. Trent just puts rear ends in the seats. So, I mean, you got to give the people what they want. Um, and so, I mean, without further ado, let's get, let's get him introduced here. Trent, how you doing? Still living on the West coast in Cali. Um, but I know you're pumped for this season and I'm, I'm glad to have you on here. So how you doing? Yeah. What's up boys. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to uh, talking with you guys. Like I was saying before we started, like, I mean, I've never been more excited for a bill season than this one. So Absolutely stoked. Can't stop thinking 24-7 about the Buffalo Bills. So I'm excited to get into it and uh, break down the season here. Absolutely. And Ethan, how you doing? I just saw you this past week and um, now you're back in Chicago. So, you know, you look the same as I saw you, but you're looking good. <laughs> how you doing? Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. Echoing what Trent's saying. Uh, definitely one of the most anticipated Bill seasons of my lifetime. So I'm ready to get into it. Um, my girlfriend's been hearing it all week this week at the apartment and she's probably sick of me saying at this point, but it's bill season and, uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess what we have here today is kind of, is kind of like what we did last year. If you guys listened, uh, we're just going to kind of go over what we think about the bill season, um, going into it. And then we'll kind of go through each game one by one, give our takes on each game, give our predictions on wins and losses and then by the end of it uh you know we'll give our overall season predictions but I guess before we get into the first game against the Steelers this Sunday do you guys have any like just overall thoughts going into the year like I know you both said that you're you know this is probably the most excited you've ever been for a season for a bill season um but like overall like what are you thinking going in are you you know optimistic uh Ethan you're usually a little bit more pessimistic than most people usually more pessimistic than me 
Um, but like overall, like how, how are we feeling here, boys? Cause I mean, like you both said, you're excited for a reason and it, it is highly anticipated, not just Buffalo fans anymore. I feel like finally the bills have been getting the respect they deserve over the past couple of years. And I mean, everywhere you go on social media, at least me, you know, any platform you go on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, there's people that are projecting the bills to make some deep playoff runs this year and, and make some moves and, and really kind of, you know, handle the AFC along with the chiefs. So how are, what are we, what are we feeling here before we kind of dive into the actual games? Yeah. I mean, we're coming off of the best season that we've had since, you know, 1993. So I think there's a lot of optimism around, you know, Bill's country and uh, rightfully so. I mean, they're, they're loaded, basically top down roster and they're, uh, I mean, Josh's MVP candidate, like he said, everyone's talking about on social media, um, but he was second, you know, he was runner up last year. So um, I, I think we've been getting a lot of publicity and there's a lot of hype and expectation for the season, but I mean, they've earned it to be honest. And uh, I like, I, I just, I got, overall, I just can't wait for this season. Uh, I, I truly think it's going to be a special one, and um, we'll see what Ethan says. I guess maybe he's not as optimistic, but I mean, this is like this is this is our window. This is our Super Bowl window. We were in it last year, um, so yeah, I'm expecting big things. I mean, I got some bad news for everybody who's a pessimist because I don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm thinking Super Bowl this year. And that's, that's not like me. I mean, I've already convinced myself that this is the team to do it. We got everything in place. Josh is coming off, like Trent said, runner up MVP season. He's got more tools in his toolbox this year, adding Emmanuel Sanders. He's got another year of experience under his belt. You hear sound bites of him saying like, if I don't like the play, we're not running it. So he's got that little cockiness, a little swagger to his game now. He's kind of figured out the NFL. Maybe the game slowed down from a bit. There's no other quarterback besides Patrick Mahomes that I want on my team this year. And I know we did our like top five QB rankings, I think, you know, a few weeks ago. But I don't know. You can't tell me otherwise. Josh Allen is the guy. The defense is definitely going to be the question mark. I think that's going to determine how far this team ends up going in the playoffs. I think the offense is going to put up numbers, and I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by that. But, you know, I, I really think this team can go win a Super Bowl. Um, so my expectations are, you know, AFC championship game or bust, and hopefully we get to that Super Bowl. Um, bring on the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, Allen also secured the bag. He's Literally, his face is all over Buffalo. He's got, like, hot sauces, seltzers. The dude's just an absolute icon at this point, so he's going to keep it bringing the heat. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad you said your, like, little, you know, prediction there of AFC Championship game or bust because I was going to hop in and say the exact same thing. If if they don't make it back to the AFC Championship game, um, it, you know, and, and that's as far as they go, I think that's still successful. But if they don't get even to the championship game, I think the season wasn't successful, especially that – maybe people would say they overachieved last year by getting to that game. Um, but they have everything. I mean, like you said, the Ethan, the, the defense is definitely gonna be a little bit of a question mark, especially after seeing that third preseason game where they pretty much played all the starters and it was a little bit dicey against the backup quarterback in Jordan love with the Packers is, you know, a little bit more of the same from last year. But again, it comes down to this bills team is it, it's offense, it's Josh Allen, and it's a high-flying team. Like, that's what it is at this point, and he's going to put them on their back, and 
just like with you guys, I expect big things. So I guess without further ado, let's get into this season here and let's predict these games. So obviously week one, Bills are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers and breaking news to the listeners out there. Both of you guys know, as I just said earlier before we recorded this, your boy will be live in stadium rallying the troops. I mean, I think I've been the last couple of Buffalo sporting events I've been to, I'm like undefeated. I even went to a Sabres game this past year and they won against the Bruins, which is absolutely unheard of. So I just bring the absolute mojo. The last Bills game I went to was in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field when they clinched a playoff game, sitting in the top level, um, just grinding it out. Like, I mean, I'm a blue collar guy. You know, I'm not going to be there in the 100 levels. I'm going to be up top, but that's just the guy, the guy I am. And I cannot wait for this game to get in that tailgate lot and get ready for this, this Steelers game. Um, this, I feel like the Bills and the Steelers have like over the past couple of years, this is like the third year in a row we're playing them now, right? It's like almost like a mini rivalry in a sense where it's, you know, it's not full on like an in-division rivalry, but now that we're playing them three years in a row, both solid teams, both great fan bases, kind of similar cities. I love this matchup every year. And I mean, even personally for me, I went to school in Pittsburgh. I have a lot of friends that are Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So I, I, I get excited for this game every year. Um, I mean, I'll start it out hot right here. I think the Bills win this game. I think we come out just on absolute flames to start the season. Um, they're favored six and a half right now. I bet on them already. I think they're covering that. I think they win by 10 to 14 points. I love the Bills in this game. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, I would echo that. I, I don't I don't really see a way that they lose unless they're just like completely flat and like everything that we've been talking about everyone's been hyped up about is not there but i i, I really don't see it like josh's josh just has that confidence like uh, ethan you talked about earlier like he just signed that mega deal he's just got something different about him this year and i love it he he is just he's poised for like i said earlier mvp caliber season so i think josh is going to come out hot um Big Ben is just think, washed. I mean, like, yeah. Big Ben and Josh Allen are, like, complete opposite ends of their career right now, right? Like, Big Ben was crying pretty much on the sidelines after they lost their playoff game because he didn't think he was going to come back because that's how washed he is. And the fact that he is back is, I think, a, pretty surprising to a lot of people. Yeah, and he did slim down a little bit, so maybe he, you know, maybe that'll help, like, <laughs> his mobility and everything. But honestly, his arm is – I don't want to say shot, but it's definitely not, you know, what it used to be. So – um, yeah, I, I would echo what you were saying, Abe's. I, um, Sam, I think the Bills are going to come out hot. I think they're going to get the dub. Um, I, I just think uh, I, I will be very curious to see how the defense, if the defense starts off hot, just as hot as the offense. But um, I think overall they'll get the dub. I, I, I don't think there's any way that any Bills fan is predicting them not to win this game. Um, I mean, echoing what you guys said, the Steelers on an absolute opposite trajectory of where the Bills are going right now. Um, you're looking at season projections. Nobody's even picking them to win their own division. Um, they're kind of falling off of that, like, AFC North perennial winner. Um, and like you said, Big Ben's getting older, got a lot of question marks. Um, and But, you know, Josh Allen – He's just coming up. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I still do like the Steelers, uh, some of their weapons on offense. And I, and again, I think the bills defense is going to take some time to get going, figure things out a little bit. Still unsure of what we're going to do at that second cornerback spot. Who's going to be going to be healthy to play there. Uh, but I just think this bill's offense is going to be too much. Do we know if TJ Watts playing? I know that there was like some uncertainty around him, 
regardless, I still like the Bills uh, in a high-scoring game. You know, hit that over to cover the six and a half. Uh, I don't think I'm as confident as you, Sam. I think it might be a little bit closer than that. But, you know, I, I do think the Bills probably win um, – Maybe you know I would say it's a one possession game, but they they win the game. I, I still I still think the Steelers are in the I, I don't know in the realm of being a playoff team. I, I can still see them making making a wild card. I don't think they'll win the division, but I still think they're going to hang around and be a solid team. Um, but I just don't think they're on the same tier as the Bills this year. Um, I mean let let me ask let me ask you guys a question. Um, do we have any? Do we have any concerns about Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster? I know there's the you know the Pittsburgh wide receiving core has definitely got some weapons there, but you know how do my, we feel about that? My concern is, yeah, those guys are talented guys. Again, I think you know they'll get some receptions and they'll get some you know they'll get, they'll get theirs, but I, I'm more concerned with Najee Harris in the run game. Um, I think Najee Harris is a beast of a dude, and I again I think Big Ben. You know, it's early in the season, which I think, you know, I think early Big Ben is a lot different than maybe later in the season Big Ben. I think the older veteran guys maybe deteriorate as the season goes on. So it kind of sucks that we're, you know, getting him at the prime right here at the beginning of the season. I really do think that makes a difference. So he might have that little jump in his step uh, to start the season. At, at the same time, the jump in his step he's going to have is still just, I don't think, there. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the running game a little bit, but I think you just have to force them to throw the ball. And I, I trust our secondary. Uh, again, I'm not like I've, – I've said this before on the podcast where that second cornerback position I'm not as concerned with just because I think our pass rush can maybe be better this year, which makes it a lot easier on that secondary. And I love Poyer Hyde and Trey White. So those guys are great players. Don't get me wrong. The wide receivers are great guys. You need to have a quarterback that's feeding them the ball. So I'm more, I'm more concerned about Najee Harris. Um, I don't know about UT, but that's kind of where my mindset is as if we can stop this run game because the Steelers usually, you know, pound the ball pretty well. And they got a new running back back there. That's, you know, going to be up there for probably rookie of the year. Yeah, definitely agree. And I can echo that Najee Harris um, take. Um, I was listening to locked on podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to it with Joe Marino. He's awesome, but he does a daily podcast every day. And he, he went through a, an in-depth primer of basically their O-line. He, he goes through every position, but specifically their O-line. He was talking about how they have two rookies uh, starting on their O-line, and then they, their right tackle is like a developmental um, guy who's maybe a couple of years in the league but hasn't, hasn't played yet. Um, so I think that's going to be a huge point of emphasis for the Bills and to stop Najee Harris. And you got to think, too, this is Najee's first NFL game, too, and he's going up against – I mean, the Bills still have a crazy talented defense and – uh, you know, bolstered that D line. So um, I do. Think I would probably be more afraid of that run game. And I think like the run to like play action, where you know it starts opening up for Ben to get these like short dunks that he's going to do all day. Um, but I do think the point where the Bills could just have the edges on that you know young offensive line for the for the Steelers, and um, I, I think uh, just unleashing our our whole arsenal of D linemen will be uh, will play heavily in our favor. Definitely. And I also, I mean, I also think we, we have to talk about kind of the other matchup here with, which I think is the biggest storyline coming into the game is our, is our offense and their defense. Cause I mean, you know, we're talking about big Ben and their offense and if our defense can stop them. Um, but I mean, the obvious strength of the Steelers is their defense. It, it's been that for the past couple of years, they've been a top five defense in the league and our offense is the story on our team. So, um, 
again, I, I think that, I don't know, I'm just not like scared of, I, I just think we're better. Our best is gonna be better than their best. And I think that it, behind our home crowd, um, I think Allen really locks it in, gets it going and you know, they, they'll make some good plays. I mean, they're, that's going to happen. It's a long football game. The defense is going to come out and um, you know, make some good plays. If TJ Watt plays, he's going to be a guy to watch, watch out for. Obviously he's a top player in the league. I know that last year when we played him, Williams did a pretty good job at handling him. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I think to it is out for them, who, which is a, which is a pretty big factor there on the D line. He's a great player that won't be playing. Not sure if it, I think it's an injury, but I, I don't even know. I just saw he's not playing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's almost the bigger storyline. I just think the it, offense, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and they also, they also uh, don't have Bud Dupree anymore. Right. So that's another, yeah, they, that's did, another they guy did, that they don't who, have. Who did they, uh, so yeah, they, they signed they Melvin reached, Ingram. Yeah, that's who they signed, Melvin Ingram. So he's yeah. kind of going to be in the mix. And also, d- didn't Devin Bush come back? He, he got hurt last year, I think. So he's back in that lineup. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they have a talented defense. There's no doubt about it. And they're going to make plays. And hopefully, I mean, we say it every year with Josh, but like it, it's now his fourth year. And, and that's the way he's going to play. He's going to play chaotic. And that's why he is who he is, is because he – tries so hard to just do the right thing every play and make that play and maybe he'll make a, a couple boneheaded plays here or there but at the same time without those boneheaded plays you don't have the same greatness that Josh brings every you know every game and every play and and that will to win that he has so um it'll definitely be interesting it'll probably you know I, I, I'm thinking that during the game, you know, we're probably be sitting there watching and be like, wow, like we're, uh, we're just back right in the thick of it. Like, it, you know, nothing ever happened. Uh, it feels like there was no off season. Like Allen's going to be doing some crazy things and um, we're going to be shouting at our TVs, like whatever it is, like we're going to be right back in. It's going to be close at first, but I think that in the long run, the bills kind of pull away. Um, yeah. I mean, a couple of things I'm going to be looking for is, is one, I think immediately I'm going to start looking at Stefan Diggs. He didn't suit up once in the preseason, so I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of digs we get off the gate. Is he going to come out with jump off the start? You know, is Josh going to go to him early, get him some catches, get him in the groove, or is he going to come out a little bit slower? Another guy that I'm really high on this year, Gabriel Davis, I think he's going to come out and have a really big year for us, and I think he's going to waste no time getting started. I think he's going to be – an X factor for this offense. Everybody likes to talk about Diggs and uh, Cole Beasley. And then, you know, adding Emmanuel Sanders, like that Wiley veteran, I think Davis kind of flies under the radar, but I think he's wildly talented. He's a big body. Um, and I think he can really be that, that X factor, like I said, to push this offense to the next level. Um, and then also going to be obvious, obviously I think this is obvious, but the tackle play on offense, slowing down TJ Watt, looking at Deion Dawkins, uh, and Darrell Williams, making sure that they're doing their job, keeping Josh safe. And then also, I'm really interested to see how Zach Moss bounces back in his first game back out, um, from injury last year. I thought he was really finding his groove in the playoffs last year, and it kind of sucked when he went down. Um, so I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how he looks, how the run game looks in general. That was definitely something that if you're going to single out one area improvement on that offense, it would be the, the run game, obviously. Um, so – I know when Josh did come out um, for against the Packers for his for one appearance this preseason, they barely ran the ball with him in there. So just looking at our you know run pass play selection in general, and then when we do run the ball, can we be effective? Because um, 
I think the Bills, in in order to beat the Chiefs, they're just going to have to be better at running the football. I know it's not going to be their bread and butter, but I just think they need like teams need to respect the run, and I think it comes down to having Moss and Singletary step up a little bit more. I know the blocking, uh, you could say, was a little bit suspect last year, but I just don't think those guys played their best. And I'm, I'm I think this is a big year for Zach Moss. Like I said, I think he was playing his best football towards the end of the last year. So I'm hoping that he picks up where he, he left off and can take another step and maybe be, you know, that power runner that we drafted him to be. So those are so kind of my, my question, I guess, is who do you guys think is going to be getting the most reps in that running back position for week one? Do you think it's going to be a huge mix or do you think like, who's going to come out there and be the starter for this team? Like I, st- I still think that's com- at least I own, I have no idea who's going to be I out have, there. I have them. no idea. I think to start, they're going to want Brita in there. I want Brita to get some more reps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least who's going to be the running back on the field for the first play of the game. I think it's going to be Devin Singletary just based on experience. Uh, but I, you know, what I've noticed is Dabble kind of likes to ride the hot hand. So I think if, if he sees success with one running back, breaking off some chunk plays, he's going to leave them in there. I don't think he's dead set on using one guy or the other. I think he's also confident um, in using Moss in passing situations too. I, I don't think it's going to be like, I'm going to have Moss in there when we're going to do a power run game and Singletary in there when we're going to, you know, doing screen passes or, or dumping the ball off in the, in the flat. I, I honestly think he's going to just see who's looking better, throw him in there. And I think it's going to be a heavy mix. And I, I agree. I, I want to see Brita in there too. I think, you know, just keep the legs fresh. I, I'm, I'm confident in any three of these guys to get the job done. I think they just need to come out and play at this point. Yeah. T, T what do you think you know, about that running back room? Cause I know that we kind of talked about that last year before the season started. And that was like a big conversation we had. Um, like, what do you, what are your thoughts on them? Like, are you, are you like, kind of riding with one guy over the other? Like, what do you think is going to be the, the play, I guess, for the Bills going into this first yeah. game? Yeah. So I'm basing this honestly strictly off the preseason, but I just – I think Singletary, he really does look more explosive. And I know, like, the big storyline was, like, how much he bulked up and, like, uh, you know, did all this training, whatever. I think he was training with, like, Dalvin Cook and stuff like that. Um, but, like, those runs he had, especially in that Bears game where he had that touchdown, like – I feel like usually, like, I can remember a play, honestly, against the Steelers, maybe his rookie year in 2019, where he, like, has a similar play, but then gets, like, caught at, like, the one or two yard line. And, like, he just didn't yeah. have that, like, burst, I guess. And, and to me, like, this this preseason, he, he I don't want to be, like, too dramatic, but he looked like a different runner. Like, he looked like he had an extra gear, uh, you know, not like Brita gear, but, like, for him, an extra gear that he didn't have last year. Um, so, I mean, for for obviously we haven't seen them play a full game, but going into this first game, I really hope that Devin Singletary can, can like go off of what he did in his rookie year with his like 5.1 run, um, yards per rush. And just like be that guy who, uh, you know, is never, he's always makes the first man miss, never is tackled by the first guy and can just keep the chains moving. And like you said, Ethan, I, I to me, I want to see more from Zach Moss and like that power run game. Um, you know, he came in saying he was going to make defenders make business decisions. And to be honest, I feel like I never saw like one business decision, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I, I think they'll both be in like a really good spot this year where, you know, Moss got those like rookie, you know, rookie seasons out of the way. He's like primed, ready to go. And I think Singletary has a lot to prove because, um, you know, Moss was definitely getting more reps towards the end of the season last year. So 
Um, I, I think it's a great spot. And then you also got Brita, like you said, who is a change of pace back, who finally brings some speed to this room. So I'll be curious to see how Dable uses him, um, you know, creatively throughout all his formations and, um, and all that. So yeah, it's very, it's definitely a thing I'll be keeping an eye out this, this week. Yeah. I mean, lastly on this is just, I also like hope Dave's doesn't get like too cute with it sometimes where I feel like he tries to, I don't know. I just feel like a couple times last year where Singletary at the beginning of the season, I think was looking all right. Like he was, he, I think it was where the end of the season where he kind of faded off and I feel like there was times in games where I was watching them and Singletary kind of had his mojo and they would take him out of the game and, and kind of ride with Moss all of a sudden out of nowhere. So I get the moving, you know, mixing in guys and trying to find the hot hand, but like, when you do have the hot hand, like ride it because I feel like that Singletary, especially like feeds off that. Once he gets going, he kind of just wants the ball and, and once motor. He, yeah, exactly. So get that motor going. I just, I just feel like it, it was a little bit maybe too cute last year. All right. Yeah. So that is the, the kind of the roundup there on week one against the Steelers. Um, looking forward to it again. I, I cannot wait to be in the, in the building for that one. So let's move on here. Uh, just to the listeners out there, it's not going to be as in depth for these next 16 weeks, just because, uh, we don't want to, you know, go on for too long here. We could go on for hours and hours. I feel like once we get in these games talking about them, um, but we just want to get a little bit more in detail for that week one against the Steelers. Cause that's obviously coming up this Sunday, but let's run through all these games and, and we'll give our kind of predictions, our synopsis on why we think they, uh, the bills win or lose. And then uh, we'll see what we got for the end of the, end of the year um, records going into this year. But after the Steelers, we got week two is uh, I think this is like similar to what happened last year, but I think uh, week two is down in Miami. So it's bills at dolphins and this is in division game, obviously first one of the year uh, dolphins, a team that I feel like um, I don't know. I'm still not like high on the dolphins. I'm going to be completely honest with you, but I think that a lot of people maybe think they, got better in the off season, you know, another year under Tua's belt. He's going to be the starter coming in. Uh, no Fitzpatrick there anymore. Um, so they can kind of be a little bit of a wild card here, um, I guess, in the AFC East. But to me, Bill's role on this one as well, maybe it's a little bit tighter just because it's a division game. Usually the Dolphins games can get a little dicey, especially down in Miami. It seems like it's always something that goes, you know, this way or that way that keeps it close. But Bills win this one um, in my book, and, 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 we, and we roll on to 2-0 for, for me. Yeah, I, I, also got, I also got a W here. Um, like you said, I'm not really convinced on Tua yet. Dolphins got a nice defense. Um, Josh always likes the ball out in Miami. I think we're just a better team here. Um, you got to beat up on your uh, inferior division opponents if you're going to go to another AFC championship. I think the the Bills roll the Dolphins in week two. Yeah, nothing uh, different for me. Um, I'm not sold on Tua either. We'll see. I mean, they do have some weapons over there. I do like their receiving core. Uh, Jalen Waddle will be fun to watch. Um, but Josh just has the Dolphins number. It's just little bro. It's, you know, he never lo- – he just – he hates Dolphins. Dolphin killer. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's going to pop off, and he loves, he loves playing down there too. So, uh, I, I think that went big as well. Yeah. Um, last thing on this game also, uh, uh, one of our good buddies from home is a uh, Dolphins fan. Um, you, try, you know him, Dimitri Manu, obviously. And he, him and his brother just 
recently purchased a restaurant here in, in Rochester and I actually made a little bet with him. I said, if the bills sweep the dolphins this year, they owe me a nice steak dinner on the house. And, uh, they said, if the dolphins sweep the bills this year, I'll have to be dishwasher for a night there for them. And I said, easy money <laughs> bills are sweeping them easy. So I cannot wait for a nice steak dinner come at the end when we go to and on roll them. Um, easiest steak dinner of my life. So can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, W is all around for the bills down in Miami. And now we move on to week three and this week three matchup for me is just going to kind of hit, hit me in the heart because it's a uh, Washington football team visits Buffalo. And you know, Washington football team this year has my buddy, my boy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, your buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love Fitzy. He's probably like one of my, to be honest, he's like one of my favorite NFL players of all time just because, I mean, Fitz magic. And I think he's been on the record like multiple times saying that Buffalo is his favorite place that he's ever played. Um, he's just an electric guy. But sorry, Fitzy. Bills are taking this dub as well. I mean, Washington football team doesn't scare me. That whole division is an absolute gong show. No one knows who's coming out on top. I think a lot of people think Washington's the best team in that division. I, I don't know. I think it's a bunch of mediocre to bad teams and you're coming to play in the AFC East with the big dogs and Josh Allen and in Buffalo there's just no shot Washington gets this win and I don't know if you guys feel the same way maybe Ethan's gonna come in hot with like uh, the surprise game of the year where they lose he loves throwing one of those in a year but this isn't gonna be the one the Bills take this uh, take this dub yeah this isn't this isn't the one uh I do love Fitzpatrick the one thing I didn't get to bring up on our Steelers preview, and I think a lot of people, maybe, I don't know, maybe a lot of people aren't, but since last year was no fans, I think people maybe forgot how loud the Ralph gets on home games. And now that we're actually like a top contender, it's going to be a whole nother level. So I think the atmosphere this entire season is going to be just brutal to play in if you're an opponent coming into Buffalo. Yeah, and, uh, this, is, and this is also like Josh's, like this is Josh's first time with like a good team, like at, at, when they're actually good with the full capacity. Right. Cause when yeah. he came in the league before COVID, I mean, like we were still bad. We were still figuring it out. Like last year was the first season. We really, I mean, yeah, out. he, he was still we bad. It out. But yeah. 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 So, and, and so, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be an absolute gong show for every home game. Um, I do love Fitzpatrick. I don't think he has it or that team has it to beat us at home this year. I think that's another um, – it should be another lopsided victory for the Bills. I got them at 3-0. and All right, so I'll be, I'll be a little different than you guys. I, I mean, they're going to win. I, there's no doubt in my mind they're going to win the game. But I love that Washington defense. I think they're loaded up front. They have a lot of playmakers. And Chase Young, I think, is so on good. his way to being, like, the best defensive player in the league right next to Aaron Donald. Um, but – that being said, like I, I think their defense will keep him in it. I could see Fitz having a little Fitz magic back in Buffalo and trying to keep it close, uh, maybe like a one-possession game. Um, but I, I do think at the end of the day, they're, they're going to get the win. They're going to be 3-0. They have a really tough test of three really good defenses, honestly, to start the season. Um, but I, I think they get the dub, and they're on their way to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. So week four, um, on to Houston, uh, Houston's coming to us though. It is in Buffalo again. And that's another, I guess, turn back the clocks, you know, game type thing. Cause Tyrod was named the starter, right. With the whole Deshaun Watson fiasco going on, who knows if he's even on the team halfway through the year, if he gets dealt out somewhere, 
Um, but for the time being, Tyrod Taylor, the man who helped us break the drought in Buffalo, he's always be loved. He's kind of like a Fitzpatrick in that way where, you know, there's no shot that we're booing this guy when he comes back. Um, or I think, I think he already came back last year, right, with the Chargers, and, and we were cheering for him a little bit. Uh, or no, no, Herbert, I think, played because Tyrod had that, like, freak injury or whatever. So this might be the first game he's back, like, actually as a starter in Buffalo against the Bills. But, um, yeah, the Texans, I don't know much about them. I'm not going to – like, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'm not, like, a Texans guy. I feel like they're a super boring team to kind of, like, f- remember during the offseason or, like, follow up on. Um, all I know is that they're – not very good and as much as I love you Tyrod like if Tyrod's your starter you're probably not doing too hot (laughs) uh I couldn't probably name you one player on their defense so the Bills win this one I think they win by maybe I don't know maybe it stays close for some reason but I I could also see them just blowing them out of the water bottom line they get the W here um T what do you got yeah, I think this will be this will easily be the best um, worst defense, excuse me, that they've played so far. And I think this will be the game that Josh just pops off for like five tugs and like is literally just he's just dominant, like sort of like uh, I don't know, like a Niners game from last year, mm-hmm. sort of performance where he just can't miss. Um, yeah, and you know, defensively, I'm not worried about Tyrod. I they like completely changed their entire roster. They have like a whole new front office and stuff that just completely flipped over their whole roster. But that being said, if you have to flip over your whole roster, you're probably not bringing in, you know, like that great talent anyway. So it's just a bunch of not no names, but they're they're going to struggle this year. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, So Bills will easily get the dub. This is all obviously assuming Deshaun Watson doesn't play. Yeah. Ethan? Yeah, I, I mean, this is just uh, let's move on. Texans stink. <laughs> Bills are going to be really good. I think this one's, like, not even close by halftime. Um, love Tyrod again, like Lance Fitzpatrick, but, I mean, he's he's just not going to have it. Their defense is atrocious. Um, we should put up 50 on this team, 4-0. All right, so week five, first primetime game of the year, and it's coming with a juggernaut of an opponent. Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl two years ago, go back to the Super Bowl last year. Um, I mean, there's not much to say about the Chiefs. We all know, you know, their deal. Patty Mahomes, Kelsey, a solid defense. Andy Reid has that team by by the balls, and he just knows what he, knows what he wants to do with them. Um, it, this is my first L for the Bills, to be honest. I, I still – I. The Bills can beat the Chiefs. I, there's no doubt about it. And I think that maybe down the road in the playoffs and we meet again in the AFC Championship game or somewhere in the playoffs, we can easily beat them. Um, if, you know, the, the team comes together, Josh has a great game. I just – this early in the season, I think the Chiefs are going to be rolling. I think I think they're going to be – I mean, obviously, this isn't like a hot take or anything. Everyone knows they're going to be good and they're going to be hungry. But especially after a kind of an embarrassing, you know, Super Bowl, they're going to be coming out the gates hot. And in week five, uh, there's no slowing down, especially in prime time. Patty Mahomes is going to show up, and it's going to be a tough one for us. I, I hope we kind of show that we can keep it close. I hope that there's some, you know, flashes of Josh being able to kind of get his way with this Kansas City defense and Dable finding a way to kind of, you know, break them down a little bit. I, I need to see something like that in order to give me hope down the line in the playoffs. Um and I think that will happen. I mean, it's got to, cause I mean, we're all talking about the bills. Like they're this team that can make this miraculous playoff run. Well, you're going to have to go through the chiefs at some point. So I hope they show us something. I hope it's a close game. And 
you know, I, I think that it might be, but I think the Chiefs overall come out on top here and, and, and take the win and Bills suffer their first loss of the season, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I would echo that. Uh, I got an L here, but to, to um, you know, what you were touching on, I, I I hope it's a back and forth game. I hope we can really show that we can hang with these dudes because to be honest, the uh, AFC championship game, they kind of, they just pulled away. And I think Sean McDermott played, uh, he coached a little scared, like kicking the field goal a couple times. And um, so I, I hope that, you know, I hope we learn from that. And like, I hope this pass rush can just affect Mahomes, like unlike he's been, you know, affected uh, before and, we can get after him and just like maybe put up some kind of fight here. Um, I would hate to see a similar game to the AFC championship because you know, that narratives that came from that, but I don't think that would happen. I, I really think this is the year that the bills prove that they can compete with the very best. Um, and while I don't think they get it here, I think they see him down the line and get that dub. Yeah, I have an L as well. And I'm just, I mean, I just think the bills are going to, struggle against them in the first go around it's in Kansas city. It's a primetime game. It's a really big stage. Um, I just, I just think that they're going to be coming off some maybe easier teams. It's maybe going to be a little shock to the system here. It's going to be their first, I think like really, really big test uh, of, of the 2021 season. I have them losing this one, but I mean, spoiler alert, I think they're going to get the best of them when it really matters. So I, I think they're going to use this as maybe a little bit of bulletin board material. I do hope it's a closer game than the AFC Championship game. I do hope that we show a little better fight, a little bit more compete. Um, but I, I got them coming in at 4-1 and one after this one. Yeah, and, and real quick, I mean, T, to your point, like I hope McDermott can kind of figure out and just stick to his guns because – you brought up a good point in that playoff game. I mean, it feels like he was coaching that game completely different than the entire rest of the season. That's almost what pissed me off the most is like, it's these situations that we're, we convert on these plays that we've had, we've converted the whole season. It could could have been a completely different outcome. And so they need to, they need to prove that they can, they're not scared by these guys and they're going to stick to the game plan. And um, I, it really needs to happen. Cause I mean, the, the chiefs are undoubtedly the team to beat in this division or this conference um, other than the bills that a lot of people are saying. So they need to stick to their guns and show, show the, the league and the rest of the league what they got. Cause if they lose this game, the way they did in that AFC championship game, I mean, you know, like you said, that narratives that come out about it and it's just going to be so annoying to hear and it, it just can't happen like that. So um, I, don't, I, and I really, I truly think it'll be close. Like I think the bills are so like, they had to sit with this all off season, the way they performed. Like, I mean, Josh didn't have the best game. McDermott didn't have the best game coaching. Like they sat with it and I think they really learned from it. Um, and you saw being like address, you know, problems that uh, on, on the D line and all that. So I think they learned from it. I do think they keep it competitive um, so let's just, let's just pray. We don't have to go through another AFC championship, but yeah. And you had last year after the loss, like that, uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like the picture, you know, like the picture of Diggs like standing on the sideline, watching the Chiefs celebrate. I mean, that's just classic Diggs like trying to get some clout under his name because I think like literally like three days earlier, there was like that college football player who went viral for doing that same exact thing. Um, I don't, I don't know why this game made me think of that, about that, but that was, uh, that's just classic digs out there, just like <laughs> trying to like look sick for a picture. Cloud being, chasing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's got to he's got to bring that back up and, and and come out hot for this game. I'll tell you that much. Don't just let that picture yeah. be for the likes out there. Um, 
but yeah, all right. So we all we all got them taking L's. Uh, moving on though, next week, and and this might be where we disagree a little bit, and this might be where we start getting a little bit of different takes on the schedule. I'm not sure what you guys are really thinking here, but this game is um, against the Titans in Nashville. Another team that I feel like it's it's almost kind of like the Steelers, where we just play them like every year at this point, no matter what. Um, we all know how that game went last year. It was like that Tuesday night football game because of COVID and everything, and we got absolutely stomped. Um, I mean, I put out like Andre a- Roberts. Andre Roberts like dropped that pass. Like, oh god, second play of the game. It was like pick six or whatever. It was. You know, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was like the second play. Right, that that pick he had. Okay. Um, I picked six, the, but and, yeah, and the year before that, we played them and we won. Right, we we beat the Titans in 2019, I believe. Yep, Duke. So, yeah, that was a Duke game. Yeah, so I was at that game. Yeah, so ah, we're we're coming back again with the Titans, and um, it's in Tennessee again in Nashville. Uh, it's gonna be a good game, man. And again, like I don't know what you guys are thinking, but I I think the Bills do win this one. I, I think they bounce back after this Chiefs game. Um, the primetime game that I think they're going to lose. And I think last year was just so embarrassing. It was the first primetime game of our season after getting like four primetime games. Like that was also a big thing with Bill's mafia last year was how many primetime games are we going to get? We get four. Our first one is against the Titans and we get absolutely smoked, especially coming out of the, the season pretty hot. And that was like almost like that was like where a bunch of my friends like reached out to me and, and just the general public, right, where it's like, the Bills are starting to play well. They start out pretty hot, and then they get smoked in prime time. And it's like, oh, dude, they're pretenders. They haven't played anyone good. As soon as they play someone good, they get absolutely pummeled. And it, it was just a bad look. They're a good team, no doubt about it. But Bills are better this year, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so optimistic heading this year, and I think the Bills take this win. Yeah, uh, I, I, I honestly don't think they win this one. Um, I don't know. It was something with the Titans, man. They just, they just kind of like, I don't know. They just the get in our skin. Before, before I just you keep I, going. Before yeah. you keep going, the other thing is, um, is that and another reason I have them winning is because, like, like we kind of talked about their first four games of the season, right? Steelers, Bills, Steelers, Washington, Miami. or sorry, Steelers, Dolphins, Washington, uh, Texans. Like we have them winning all those games and then losing against the Chiefs and then if if they lose against the Titans again, like it's gonna be that exact same narrative <laughs> that I was just talking about, right? Where it's like once they play literally last team, year, yeah, it's like once it's they the play same. a good team, they can't win, right? Like I think this is just different this year, and I I mean I can see your points that you're gonna make, Ethan, and everything, but that I guess that's just another point I want to make. Like they have to win some of these games against quote unquote like tough, actually tough opponents um, in the season to kind of build that you know confidence when they make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean. I don't put too much weight into that. I think now that knowing what the team that we have, I think when you're a team that's trying to prove something and maybe that means a little bit more, but like, we know, we know what we can do. We made the AFC championship last year. This team isn't a pretender at this point. So um, I just, I just think we're in a tough spot here. Uh, Another primetime game on the road, Tennessee. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough place to play. Oh, Um, we're back to back primetime. Yeah, back. To, I mean, Chiefs for Sunday night football. This Tennessee game's Monday night football. So extra um, day rest, though, low key. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, we just we just struggle so much with Derrick Henry. Um, I I just think it's going to be a tough spot for us. I, I got us on the losing end of this one going into the bye week. Uh, hold on, one. pull up the game from last year. So I I do think like 
first of all, this is the exact same schedule we had last year with the Kansas City and then Titans back-to-back. So really tough back-to-back. Um, but, Sam, to your credit or to your point earlier, um, I think they were embarrassed last year. I mean, they just – they were so flat right from the jump. Like, they were down 14 nothing within, like, the first quarter. Um, you know, Derrick Henry stiff arm on Josh Norman that will be – just played for an eternity. Um, I, I think they were just straight up embarrassed last year, and I think I think they bring it this time, on, especially on Monday Night Football. And I think uh, you know, if I predict correctly, them coming off that Chiefs loss, like they'll have a lot to prove. Um, and Monday Night Football, like Josh actually plays great on Monday Night Football whenever we get it. Um, and last year, I'm trying to pull up. One sec. So last year we held Derrick Henry. He had two touchdowns, but he had 19 carries for 57 yards. So he was averaging like just over two a carry. And aside from that, Josh Norman stiff farm, like he, I mean, he wasn't really that big of a factor in my opinion. Um, so I, I think, I think we can handle him. And like when we really need to like dial in on the run, like a really run heavy team, like the Titans, I feel like we answer the call. Like I think of like um, the Ravens last year, like, Everyone was like, oh, my God, Lamar's going to run for 200 yards and, you know, no one can defend the run. And then he, we absolutely shut him down. Um, where I think the Titans can get us and keep it close is that play action that we've seen so often. They have Julio Jones now. Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, I mean, they have two elite receivers on the outside. Um, so I think they'll keep it close. But I, I really think the Bills will be so they'll, – they'll go back to last year and just be embarrassed and – uh, be pissed off this game, Monday Night Football, and I, I think they squeak out a dub. All right, so we got two dubs, one L for that one. Um, moving on to week, what would that be, week eight? Well, we got week seven is the bye coming off that game. So Okay. So we're, we're off get, We're off week seven, and then week eight, we're uh, home against the Dolphins. Home against the Dolphins, okay. And like I said earlier, I'm, I'm ready for that steak dinner, and this is a W in my book. Um <laughs> Dolphins just, I mean, kind of similar to what I said about the first Dolphins game, but now this one's in Buffalo. Uh, I think we have this team's number. Got to win the division games. It's going to be a big one no matter what. It always is a big one in division. And I think we we sweep by our first divisional opponent of the year um, in week eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree there. Um, Dolphins to me, I mean, we don't need to touch on it too much more, but I just, they they don't, they don't have the answers at quarterback and uh, until Tua starts to show me something, I, I think I'll take the bills every single time. Uh, they're an improved team, but they still don't have the bills number yet. Yeah. If they're not going to beat us in, in their barn, they're not going to come to Buffalo and beat us. So I got us, you know, winning that game pretty easily. I think they're lucky that the game's uh, in week eight and it's not later in the season or else it would probably be even more of a route because that team just has no guts and done, you know, come December they fold like a uh, like a like a table so I I mean I just think that game's not going to be close especially us coming off a bye and then if it's true that we do lose two in a row there's no shot we're losing that game yeah and I think McDermott's undefeated after bye weeks too so um we're not losing that game little stat there from team money from the clouds there I love it (laughs) um all right moving on Jacksonville's the next week in Jacksonville, Jacksonville's an interesting team this year just because of Trevor Lawrence, right? And they have some young talent there with James Robinson and some wideouts. Um, Bills win, though. 
keep it short and simple. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I am excited to see Trevor Lawrence. I think he can sleeper be like a really solid rookie quarterback and like not really have the rookie. That's a hot take. It could be a hot take if you want to you know, take it that way. But I think that he could come in and not have the jitters that a lot of rookie QBs do. You know, I mean, I, I've always been high on this guy. Um, You've been high in the number one pick. Although, although it seems like <laughs> generational. Uh, um, although it does seem like every time that like the past two years, what they lost in the Clemson lost in the championship or whatever, the summit, like every time I bet on him, the, he screws me, but I don't know. I, I think he'll be good, but you know, it's his first, it isn't college football anymore. And welcome to the show. And Josh Allen's going to show him what's, what's up. And down in Jacksonville, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think they're still not that great of a team. They might be on their way. Also like urban Meyer, I think is just going to be a terrible coach in the NFL. Yeah. And I hated that hire. He's like a, he's a college football coach. So um, don't like, don't like him there. And I think the bills get this, get this win. Yeah, this might be the game where we like end Urban Meyer's career here. He's probably going to like fake some injury after this game because it's going to be an absolute route. I'm not spending too much time on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just got to say like this part of the season is where I see us just like taking no prisoners and just becoming like the bad boy Bills. I mean, coming off a of bye week, you know that we're going to be like fired up coming Miami at home. That's a big W at Jacksonville. They stink. And then we're going to talk about the next game, but this is just going to be like holy smokes, the Bills are on an absolute roll here, and I just don't see this game being close. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing to add. Uh, I think it's going to be a huge win. I love what you said. I forget the exact term, but whatever, like badass Bills or whatever, that's awesome. Like, they're literally just going to rip through this part of the schedule, and um, yeah, I I don't think it's close. Yeah, so moving on, next week is uh, Bills at Jets, so another divisional opponent here. Moving on from the Dolphins, our, our uh, next divisional opponent that we take on is the New York Jets. Um, you, you, do one of you guys want to go first on this one? I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be another. Really. It's going to be another route. It's at MetLife. Uh, Zach Wilson, I think, is going to be horrible. To put it frankly, I think he's going to be the fifth best quarterback out of the five first round quarterbacks that were drafted this year. Uh, the Jets roster is like throw up. So when I look at it, so bad. Um, like who do they even like Corey Davis is like, they're probably their number one receiver now or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's not really scaring me at all. I don't even know who their running back is. Is it like, who is it? Ty Johnson or something like that? I have no idea. I mean, I, I have no clue. I mean, I like they what have they have a did. rookie. They got uh they got Gase out of there finally. So like, we'll see if that makes any bit of a difference. I Robert do like, Sala. I do like the, 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 uh, Robert Sala, who they replaced him with. I just think that roster is so bad. Um, and they're going to be, they, they might, they might have like two wins at this point in the season. They're going to be morale at an all time low. So I think they're going to catch the bills at a big time or a bad time. Like I said, coming off massive wins against Miami and Jacksonville, there's, they're just going to be like a runner rate train. This is going to be a steamroll, uh, W T I mean, yeah, I have nothing to add. I, I can't name, uh, most of their, their team. So, I have nothing to add. Like Zach, I think Zach Wilson will be all right. I do have a different take there. I think I think he'll have a good rookie season, and uh, I, I like the way he slings it. I think he has a good like release and, and everything. Um, I just don't think they have enough playmakers around him. And then he, I think Salah will be good, you know, in the long term. But as far as like just getting that defense together, like 
they got a lot of work to do on that side of the ball, and Josh is going to have a field day in MetLife. Yeah, the, I mean, the Jets, to me, I mean, they remind me of the Sabres. It just seems like that that organization doesn't know what's going on. You know, Wilson might be a good young talent. I just don't trust any quarterback who goes there. Like, I, I feel bad, really, for any quarterback that goes there because I think Darnold could be pretty decent in Carolina. Um, it just seems like anything that goes to the Jets just turns to shit, and it nothing ever works out there. I mean, the Bills are going to win this one, but like I said, it reminds, it's, just like the, it's like the Sabres right now and the Jets. Like, just nothing can go right for them, and – I think they kind of suck again this year, like you you said, Ethan. So Bills win this one easily. We move on to the Colts game. Indy's uh, a little bit of a newer team this year, team that we played obviously in the first round of the playoffs where we uh, we won that game on that kind of like Hail Mary that Phillip Rivers didn't even get to the end zone. He retired, and now that they have Carson Wentz in there, it's a little bit of a new look. Colts are a pretty good team, man. Um, they got a good defense. I, for one, am still a believer that Wentz can be good. He had that year in 2017 where he was really good for the Eagles. And it was when Doug uh, – sorry, who's the – Frank Reich, right, was the OC, I believe, for the Eagles that year. Correct. And now he's reunited with him. And, again, I'll bring this up every time we talk about Carson Wentz and the Colts, but I called this like five months before he went to the Colts that he was going to go to the Colts. So um, pat me on the back there. But I think, mm-hmm. I think Wentz can be great if he stays healthy. They have a gr- – one of the best O-lines in the league. Jonathan Taylor can run the ball down people's throats. This might be like the surprise game, but I think I have the Bills losing this one. Uh, You know, they might be on a roll, but right here, I think that it's a tough game. It is in Buffalo, which like kind of makes me second guess that choice, but there's going to be, I feel like at least one surprise game here of the season. And I think the Colts might do it to us. I, I do specifically remember, what was it? Two years ago when we played the Eagles and we lost to the Eagles at home, and I think Wentz was playing that game too. So maybe it's like a little bit of a Wentz factor here, and that was what, right where I thought the, the Bills would have smoked the Eagles. Um, but this is my – I don't know. Maybe it's not a surprise to a lot of people, but I got the Colts winning here. I think uh, touching on your point there, I, th- I think it's – that would be like a thing of the Bills of the past. Like a drought Bills thing I, is like that game that they should win, and they just like inevitably lose it. Um, I, I really I, I think – just real quick though – I get what you're saying, but I guess I think the Colts are also like good too. So I don't think it would be like that bad of a loss. Right, right, and and I agree. I don't I don't think it would, but I just I still think the Bills are like a tier above, and like for me, like Wentz doesn't. I mean, he doesn't really move the needle for me. Like he's he's an upgrade from Philip Rivers, but uh, I haven't seen anything from him in the past couple of years that would would tell me you know to be scared of him and to predict an upset. Um, they do have a great defense, and like you said, they can run the ball. They have great O-line. Jonathan Taylor's great. Um, so I guess if I had any fear, it would be more defensively, uh, our offense versus their defense. But and we took care of them last year, and, you know, it was a great game. They were competitive. It was a competitive game. Um, but something to me, it feels like, you know how sort of like, I guess Ethan touched on it earlier, like the Titans sort of have our number. I, I feel like we have the Colts number, and it's like – the, those kind of, I mean, granted, we only played them once, but like, I, I just get that vibe from them. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I think they'll they'll take the win here, especially at home. Um, this just continues their win streak, and they're rolling for me. Yeah, I. This is gonna be so. I have two games that I'm locked in for for going to this year. This is the first of them. Oh, you're going. I, you're going to two. 
Yeah, I'm going to this one at home. Uh, I just think this game is going to be too much for the Colts to handle. They're a dome team. It's going to be right around that time where, like, it gets nippy in Buffalo, right around the week. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. So I just think it's going to be a gross, like, maybe cold, rainy game. Wentz never performs well in those kind of situations. I just think the rough is going to be too much for the Colts. Um, They are a good team. Uh, I I do agree with the fact that I think Wentz isn't done. Like his book isn't written yet. I think he can definitely come back with this Colts team in a new situation, getting reunited with Frank Reich. I just think the bills are going to be too much for them. And like I said, I think most importantly, the Ralph is going to be too much for them. So I think the bills are going to win this one. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think I do think the Colts are going to be good. And I think it's not going to be a blowout like the other three were. But I think again, the Bills are on this roll at this point. They're not going to drop this game at home. They just they're coming off of two games on the road, um, and so I think they're going to be excited to get back in home in front of their fans and kind of like put on a show. So uh, I got the Bills winning this game. All right, and like so- this is I, I don't want to talk about it too much longer, but like this is a game the Bills should win. Like we shouldn't be having those like flop games, you know? And like we didn't really. I mean. We had the Hail Murray last year, but like that's where I think this team takes the next step. And we don't have like an, a Cardinals game this year. Like I, I think like we beat who we should beat, um, and the really close games like Chiefs and we'll talk about them later. But like Bucks, like those are toss ups to me. Um, but like this is a game that the Bills should win. Yeah. Agree. I mean, I hope I'm wrong here. Uh, two W's for you guys, one L for me. Moving on to Thanksgiving now. We're playing Thanksgiving again this year after slaughtering the Cowboys last time we played them on Thanksgiving. Uh, this is against the Saints in New Orleans. Um, T, what are you thinking about this game? We'll go to you first here. Yeah, I mean, going off what I just said, like this is, again, a, a game that the Bills should win. I think it's going to be a hostile environment, especially on Thanksgiving the uh, Mercedes-Benz, I think Mercedes-Benz Superdome, they just renamed it, is going to be rocking. Um, I'm going to be excited to watch that. I love when they play on Thanksgiving. But I think, yeah, I think Josh, you know, maybe has still some confidence from that Cowboys Thanksgiving game. I, I like that he has that experience already. And he's been on the road in a huge stage um, on Thanksgiving. And he played one of his best games that, that year. Um, so I, I think they'll, they'll get the win here. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be a problem. Um, I think Jameis will still be the QB by this point, but I could see him like throwing a couple picks here and uh, maybe just helping us out a little bit. Yeah, I mean the only the only thing I'm worried about here isn't to do with the Bills or this game. I think the Bills get this dub early. I'm just worried if I'm going to be able to channel my nerves and get my Thanksgiving meal down early before <laughs> this game because this is a this is in a this isn't a game Thanksgiving game early in the day where you kind of watch it before your dinner. Um, it's the late night game, right? It's the 8.20 p.m. slot, and nerves are going to be kind of cooking throughout the whole day. Going to have to kind of long day. that out to be able to get that turkey in my system, and hopefully I don't pass out after my meal like I usually do. I got to make sure I zone in. Um, but that's all I'm really worried about because I think the Bills get this dub. I mean, Jameis is a fun player to watch. He's kind of hilarious sometimes, but he's also just a train wreck. And so I think the Bills uh, take care of business here in, in New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're coming. We're, the, the one thing is, though, we're coming in on a short week. Not sure what the Saints' schedule is looking like, but I'm assuming they are too. Um, I just, you know, we we ball out on Thanksgiving. We we balled out in Dallas a couple of years ago. Um, I, you know, I don't think the Saints are going to be all that good this year. Um, I could be wrong, 
But I mean, the one thing that I am nervous about is the Superdome. I mean, I just talked about how I think the Ralph is going to win us the game against the Colts. I think the Superdome, that's an extremely tough place to play. And you know, it's going to be rocking prime time on Thanksgiving. Um, it'll be interesting to see where the Saints are record wise at this point in the year. Uh, you know, they could, they could be maybe out of it by this time. They could be, you know, fighting for a wild card. It'll be interesting to see if Jameis Winston sold a quarterback. I think there's a lot of question marks around that team and especially like how late in the season this game is. I don't know what kind of Saints uh, team we're going to be seeing. I like the Bills. I think, you know, we're the more stable organization at this point. We have, uh, you know, more solidified team in front of us. So I, I just think we're, we're going to take this one um, and continue our train uh, after the bye week. Um, so, you know, 5-0 and oh after the bye right now for me. All right, moving on to the next week then. New England Patriots, finally their first game against the Pats. Uh, mix in another division opponent here, most hated one out of the out of the bunch probably by most fans, um, especially me, obviously hate the Pats. And uh, this one's going to be in Buffalo. We start in Buffalo. This is another primetime game. So that's another back-to-back primetime game. I'm just realizing that now we're going – we have four primetime games this year, right? And they're both back-to-back. Mm-hmm. All right, kind of like that. Um, <laughs> but – yeah, um, Patriots, man. Cam Newton cut, right? Mac Jones is their guy. Rookie QB. I, I'm over I'm over the – it's still the Patriots thing at this point. And, and I think last year was maybe the – not even though, because last year I projected the Bills to beat them both games, and they did. Um, but last year I think we could – people could still get away with, oh, well, it's still the Patriots. I'm still scared. They still have Belichick. I'm over that, man. It's a new era. I'm not letting that get in my head anymore. And I think the Bills win this game. Spoiler alert, uh, I'm going to tell you they're, they're going to win against the Patriots in Foxborough also. Um, I get it. The demons are still there for a lot of people. And, but you have to just kind of work those out at, at some point. And I'm, I'm not taking this. It's still the Patriots thing anymore. It's a new era. Brady's gone. Cam Newton's little experiment didn't work. They drafted a quarterback in the first round for the first time in like 30 years, it feels like, right? Like it's the new Patriots now and they're just not as good as the Buffalo bills. And that's just the way that people have to face the facts at this point. So Patriots or sorry, bills get this win. It might be close still because it's a divisional opponent and you know, it always goes back and forth with these teams, but bottom line is the bills are just better, man. And and that's just the way it's going to go for the next 10 years when Josh Allen's at the helm. Love it. Um, So this is, this is the bills first primetime game at home and only, uh, so I think that'll that'll be huge for for the Bills to finally host Monday Night Football. Like, I think we hosted against them a couple of years ago, but I think Josh was hurt, and um, oh my God, Derek Anderson played that game, and it was it was it was terrible. Um, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Josh's rookie year. Um, but anyway, so our first Monday Night game i want to say since then i can't really think of another one uh so i think that'll be huge i think um i think the patriots have gotten a lot better i i do think that since they're returning a lot of uh people from that covid list that sat out um it's true i'm curious to see how they'll be this year i think they'll be better than last year i think honestly mac jones is going to be way better than cam newton was last year like i was never scared of cam newton throwing the ball i do think uh especially by this time, like Mack will have his feet under him, but he's still a rookie. Um, I, I think the Bills, you know, sort of just like it's a, 
the tide has already turned for the Bills, but they just like keep that up and like we're not letting go Monday Night Football at home against New England Patriots. Like that's just not happening. So Bills win this one. Might keep it close, but Bills are going to win this. Yeah, I I think the Bills win this game. I'm not I'm not picking them to lose at home against the Patriots. I'm sorry, I'm not up to your level yet, Sam. Where I definitely still am not over the Patriots. I don't know why, but I'm kind of scared of Mac Jones. He's getting a lot of hype. A lot of people are picking him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year in the AFC, which is like alarming at this point. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to have those conversations yeah, from yet. What like from what though are they basing that off of? I don't know. But when people start talking about it, I Belichick. start listening, and that's when you know my demons start coming to life. So <laughs> I just think we're not losing to the Patriots at home this year. We're not going to let it happen. Josh Allen's going to step up. You know, we kind of beat him on like a fluke. A fluky kind of game last year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that we dominated them at home last year when we beat them in Fox. We we beat them in Foxborough. That was pretty convincing. But I think they were like a dead dog at that point, and we were just kind of putting the putting them uh, putting them out. So um, I I think we're gonna win this one. I think it's be close. I think we're the better team. I hope we're the better team. But I got us in a W. All right, moving on. Uh, Former Patriot Tom Brady. Buccaneers, uh, this is uh, another nice little game here, nice one on the schedule that I think a lot of people will be looking forward to. This one's in Tampa. This is another one you're going to, right, Ethan? That's right. I'm going, I'll am going. i be boots on the ground in Tampa for this one. Nice. I'm jealous of that. Um, but, yeah, they, I'll let one of you guys go first here. I'm, it's crazy. It sounds like I've been going back and forth on this one. Still haven't really made up my decision yet. Um, I'm going to kind of yeah, lose I mean, one the fly here. I'll kick it off. I'm not confident in this one, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, this is the one game I think I think I'd be more confident in us winning in Kansas City than this game. I'm just even though I'm gonna be there, I think we're gonna lose. The Bucks, I mean, they're no joke. They're Super Bowl champions. That team is just solid front to back, offense, defense, special teams. Um, they got Tom Brady, who we all know what he does to the Bills. I think, you know, it's gonna be the first time we're we're playing Tom Brady since he was on the Patriots, right? So I think he's going to have a little extra gear, you know, a little something extra in his step. He knows like what the bills are now. And he's always had like this kind of little brother mojo towards Buffalo. Right. He's never really took it as seriously. So now that we're like actually good, he's probably like, Oh yeah, it's because I'm not in the division still. So I think he's going to take it upon himself to uh, knock us down another peg. And again, it's in Tampa, this, this game, now, this is my kind of, like, lookout for it game. Uh, it might get flexed to Sunday Night Football. I'm looking at the slate here this week. Sunday Night Football that week is uh, Packers-Bears. I know that's a big rivalry game, but I think at this point in the season, week 14, I think the Bears are going to stink this year, and so that game might like mean absolutely nothing. And if you have a potential Super Bowl matchup on your hands, I think NBC might be all over that and want to get that in, in prime time. So do you have, uh, your, do you have Monday off Would that accommodate your, your flying schedule? Would you able to, mm-hmm. would you be able to work that or what? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm you not have flying to make out. it work. I'm not flying yeah. out till Monday. So. All right. So you're flex letting know you're letting the NFL know that you're, they're able to flex that for you. Yes, absolutely. That's <laughs> definitely in my wheelhouse to be able to be flexed. All right. Yeah. I mean that, that Steelers game that we, that was flex at Sunday night was great. When I went, I was like, Oh, flex me to Sunday night football. Are you kidding me? It's fire me North. Um, but what T I'll let you go here before I hop in on this matchup. 
Yeah, I I want this one so bad. Yeah. I think a lot that's, of I think that's why I'm hopping back and forth so much because I I think with my head like I think they're gonna lose, but like I if I was gonna pick one game to win this year, it'd probably be this one. So I'm like with my heart thinking like maybe I just picked them to win just just because. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I want this one bad. I want this for Bills Mafia to finally get over that Tom Brady hump. I, I don't know if we'll ever play them again. Play him again, excuse me. Maybe Super Bowl. I would love to. Um, but if this is the only opportunity we get to play Tom Brady before he retires, like, we need this. We need this so, so bad. Josh needs it. He idolized him growing up. SoCal kid. Or not SoCal kid. North Cal kid. And, uh, but, ah, it's still Brady, man. I don't, and, and it's the Bucks. And uh, maybe I have some – there's Patriot demons out there. I have Brady demons that I yeah. just can't shake. <laughs> um, and so as bad as I really, really want them to win this, I think the Bucks, the Bucks are just overall, I think, a slightly better team. Uh, if we see them again, shit, I would love to, <laughs> love to win because that means it's a Super Bowl. But I think Brady gets us this time. And I don't – if it was at home, maybe it would be a little different. But um, I think going to Tampa, Brady's going to pull this one out. So we got a yeah. second loss for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Petzelman as an L here too, and I think you hit it right on the head there. Where you know I just went on that whole rant about um, I don't care about the Patriots anymore, and it's probably most likely because Brady's not there anymore, and it's that dude who I'm worried about. So I can I can live with forgetting about the Patriots a little bit and and put that behind me. But Brady's still still there, and he's still in my nightmares. So yeah, I think you guys kind of made good points there, and I, I'm gonna have to. You know, say that we're gonna lose this one. I mean, again, this is the one I want to win. Just like you said, T. Like I wanted, I wanted to play them in the Super Bowl so bad last year. I mean, like even if we like, if we won won that game against the Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship, like I wanted Tampa to beat uh, the Packers like they did, so we could like I would have rather played the Bucks in the Super Bowl last year just for the whole story thing. Like I want to beat him so bad. So, would you rather win this one or that Chiefs one? This one. I, I would rather win this one for sure. Same. We'll get the Chiefs again. Yeah, I mean, I I think that, you know, I, I get why people pick Chiefs because, like, Patty Mahomes, the, a lot of people consider them still the best team in the league, whatever. But this just has a deeper meaning to me with, with, with TB12, yeah. man. I, I still have that hatred for him even since he left Tampa – or since he's been to Tampa. So, what about you? Yeah, I, for me, here's the thing. This Tampa Bay game for the, for the layout of the AFC means nothing. Like all right. these non non division non conference games mean nothing in the grand scheme of things when we're stacking it up like standings wise against the Chiefs. Um, so like, and that you know logistic like real like logistically, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think the Chiefs game is way more important because if we can get uh, you know a tiebreaker on them. Um, that'll put us ahead in the standings. And if it were to come down to it at the end of the season, like I would rather have that chiefs win than this bucks win. But then it's like the bills fan in me. Like I just, like I said about Tom Brady, like I do think we, I, I need this like to just get over that little Tom Brady hump, not little huge Tom Brady hump that yeah. he just terrorized us for 20 years. So, um, so that's where I stand on it. Yeah. Wait, how, how does the playoffs work again now where, where, like last year, it's only the first seed in each conference gets a buy now, right? Not first two seeds. Uh, isn't it the yeah. same as it was last year? 
yeah, yeah, well, yeah. but that changed from the years prior. Seven, right, okay. seven teams. First team gets a bye, yep. two versus six. Okay, because I was going to say three versus six. Two versus seven, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, because I, I was going to say, like, I'm, I mean, this is crazy to say, but, like, I might even would rather – the two seed plus being the Bucks than the one seed and losing to the Bucks. Like I, it's just crazy to say, but I it's so much more. No, then then it all runs through Buffalo. Then I the know, Chiefs would come to Buffalo. I yeah, know. you want the one seed. <sighs> Whatever. I want to be <laughs> um <laughs> all right, moving on next week here is back to Buffalo and Carolina Panthers, our old friend Sam Darnold will visit us. Um I wish this game was in Charlotte, man. I would love to go down there oh, for a game. Me too. But, yeah, uh, it is in Buffalo. Is it our boy Mikey Manu? Shout outs. I know, dude. It would be awesome. That stadium is so nice. Um, but, yeah, old friend Sam Darnold now on the Panthers. We see him again. And I have no idea how the Panthers are going to be either. Like, there's a lot of these teams that out there that I'm just like, dude, like, I didn't really care about them in the offseason. Like, admittedly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how Darnold's going to mesh it's all going to be a different take on this game, you know, later in the season with a lot of these teams than right now, obviously. But I, I just have to say the Bills win this one. We always had Darnold's number. We always will, I think. It's kind of like that old thing there. Um, the Panthers also just, like, didn't make that many moves in the offseason to make them better. McCaffrey's an absolutely electric player, and he's back healthy this year, which is always going to be a troublemaker on, for them. Um, but other than that, I think we can kind of tame them. Their defense doesn't scare me a lot, and I think we kind of kind of roll. And it's also like the, you know, we always swipe Carolina's players and McDermott revenge game type thing. Like we just kind of own Carolina. Like whoever we, we could, I feel like we could just call up Carolina and be like, "Do we want that player?" And they just have to give him to us or something at this point. So <laughs> we we get this W in my book. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's a W. I think it's like back to reality, Bills. Just came off some two, pretty two, like pretty ugh, two pretty hard games. Um, Darnold's going to be having PTSD coming back up to Buffalo, I think. <laughs> Especially it's in December. This guy is, you know, Sam Sammy Sleeves is California boy. He's yeah, not coming up to Buffalo boy. and winning a game uh, in December. I'll tell you that right now. Just like how we have, you know, Brady nightmares. Darnold probably has Bills nightmares. So. Seen uh, ghosts still from us. Yeah, he, he's he's going to be shaking in his boots. Allen's going to prove why he was the much better quarterback of the draft class, um, and it's going to be a Bills W. Yeah, there's like a lot of storylines with this one, obviously, with the Carolina connection. I like what you said, Sam, about that McDermott revenge game. I don't think I don't think we've played the Panthers in a regular season game since. So yeah, I was trying to th- like I said revenge game, like hoping that this was the first time we played them again because I don't I don't remember. Right. Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, and it, like you said, Ethan, they're coming to our place in December. Um, you know, it's nice in Carolina down there, so it's not going to be so nice in Buffalo. And, um, and then you got Sam versus Josh. Obviously they're like best buds. Um, but Josh is actually Sam won that one, but like Josh overall, I just feel like has had his number. The bills have had the jets number. Um, I'm not afraid of Sam Darnold in one bit. And just we have a much deeper team. Uh, I don't really think anything else needs to be said. Yeah. All right. So W's all around there for the Panthers game. Then we uh, we go to Foxborough, and and this might be I don't know a little bit contentious, but Ethan, you might have those demons still. Again, I just went on that rant. I already spoiled it. I, I have the Bills being the Patriots again, and um, 
you know, I, I, I think we're sweeping the division. I think we're sweeping it clean just like we did last year. And it's ours. It's ours for the next 10 years, like I said. So I, I think we go into the Patriots stadium and we take care of business against Mac Jones and, and the squad over there. Yeah, I, I do still have those demons. I, I got this as a loss. I'm, I think until three in your head, dude, they, they are. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a tough guy, but until I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it's going to take Belichick. To retire. I, not, what was it? Not about their 38 to nine. Yeah. You, Cause because, I think you said because, last year, you were like, it's going to take something. And that's what they did. But, but that was with Cam Newton. That was with the team that was dead. They got some guys coming back off the COVID list. Their defense is going to be legit. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care what you say about the Patriots. That defense is going to be legit. And there's just not, we just don't know anything about Mac Jones. I'm just, I'm just not convinced. You see the, you see the Patriots and you see Belichick drafting a white QB that looks super unathletic. That just gives me nightmares. Like this guy is going to be a stud. And like, it's almost crazy. Cause you know, during the draft, I got so amped up when the Bears traded up to 12 to draft Justin Fields right in front of the Patriots. But now, like, I'm doing things in my head where it's like, would, the, would we be better off as Bills fans if the Bears didn't do that and the Patriots drafted Justin Fields so that they wouldn't get, like, the second coming of Brady? And I'm, like, in my head about this, like, Mac Jones guy just being this stud. So, I don't know. I'm going to pick us to lose this game. I'm going to pick us to split versus the Pats until Belichick until the day you die until Belichick <laughs> dies or I die whichever comes first <laughs> I we're, we're going to be split with the Pats and if they sweep it's like hand up I was wrong but I'm glad to be wrong so I, I got us as an L yeah I, I'm gonna be honest I was going back and forth with this one um because I I do still have those demons but then I think back to that 38 to nine, just demolishing that we had last year. And I think at this point in the season, I have the bills at, uh, what, it'll, be week, it'll be like 14 and two, I think at this point, and they'll be fighting for that number one seed. And, and I don't really see them, you know, losing a, a, a throw, a game that they should win um, in New England. I, I don't see it. I think uh, they're going neck and neck with the Chiefs at this point, and they need all the wins they can get. Uh, so that they're going to become focused, and they're not going to lose this one. Let's go. Love that. Um, okay, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, see if Ethan will ever pick against the Patriots <laughs> at some point. But um, for now, he will not. Now we move on to second last game of the year. Falcons, Bills, and, and this is kind of where these last couple of games here where, it, you know, you, you might have to think about, like, I'm not going to play that in a factor when I'm picking these games, but we might be, like, resting guys, and who knows if we're already clinched in some position where we can't even move up, right? So we could take L's here for some reason, but we're obviously not going to project it like that. Um, but we play Atlanta in Buffalo, and uh, Atlanta's an interesting team. I mean, they're 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 always, like, so weird, right, like with – the past couple of years, like they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago and then they kind of suck and their offense is always like high flying and you never know what you're getting with Matt Ryan. Um, they go again, Kyle Pitts, which was like kind of a weird, like he's a sick guy, like athlete and everything. He's going to be a great player, I think, but who knows if they probably should have got like a defensive player to build their core. I don't know if they're like rebuilding or what they're doing half the time. They seem just kind of like a weird organization and, um, that's kind of my take, I guess, on the Falcons overall. But I think the Bills are just a better team. It comes down to that, and I think they they get the win here. I mean, the Falcons will probably 
do some decent work on us on offense. Like I said, like they will air it out and, and they'll get theirs a little bit. But overall, I mean, they, it's just kind of a wishy-washy team. And I think the Bills can secure the dub pretty easily here. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I think this one's going to be a blow. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, uh, they're, they're going to be, they're a dome team coming to Orchard Park in December. I think January, uh, January. Oh my God. Ethan weighs that a lot. And I kind of do too. Like, just like you think of like Miami coming in, in December, January, and it's, it just never works out. Very similar team in Atlanta. Um, you know, lost Julio Jones. I don't really, I mean, they have, um, Calvin, uh, Calvin Ridley, Ridley who, who's a great player, and I think he'll be like he'll fill in for number one. But other than that, I mean, yes, they have Kyle Pitts. He, he'll he could uh, you know do really good this year. But other than those two guys, and he's still a rookie. Like I, I'm not really scared of them on offense. I think Matt Ryan is is near the end of his career, and defensively, I don't think they present any challenge for Josh Allen. So I actually think this one will be uh, double digit um, win for the Bills. Yeah, this one's not going to be close. I mean, the Falcons' defense, I don't care what their offense is looking like. That defense stinks. The offense is not going to be putting up the same points that they are would normally put up uh, in that in that dome, right? It's going to be a miserable day in Orchard Park. Um, again, I'm picking this game like the Bills are playing all their starters. And even if they weren't, I, I'm convinced Mitch Trubisky could probably win this game against mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons team. I, they're going to be bad. Uh, their defense is especially going to be bad. And like Trent said, it's not going to be close. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget that the Bills absolutely demolished the Dolphins when the Dolphins' playoff hopes were on the line the last week when we played our second-string guys. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's going to be a, a tough one for us. Um, question, do you guys think that Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer? Are we just doing Mel, Mel, Matt Ryan takes right now? Well, I just, I just, <laughs> had, I just had a question on that because I saw like a question about that online, and I, I personally, I thought there's no way he is. I don't even know like how that. Is yeah, I guess game. gun to my head, no, I'd have to look at his stats. But I, mean, I, like, I think he hasn't won a Super because, Bowl, right? Right. I, well, yeah. I mean, either is Jim Kelly, but I think the thing was because he has like, like his stats are always like it's almost like a Stafford thing, right? Where his stats are always like kind of crazy, but but it's like all regular season stats. Like how many times has the guy even made the playoffs? No, I agree. I agree. I just it was an interesting thought I had. So he's he's one MVP, but yeah, he has uh, MVP, I don't know. Right? To me, to me, he's just like he was a great uh, QB for a long time, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know. He's kind of like a Phil Rivers to me. Is Phil Rivers a Hall of Famer? I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to go down the Hall of Fame yeah. hole here. I'm terrible. Let's at that. move on to to the last week against the Jets. Yeah, last week against the Jets. I already said I think we're sweeping division. Not much to say about this game. I think Bills catch this win easy. Um, I mean, even this is a classic. Even if we're not is, playing our starters, man, I think we can. This is this a game. classic backup speed up the Jets game in an embarrassing game. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah, I, I got nothing to add. Um, we're. Last game of the season, I think we'll just be looking forward to the playoffs. Who, whoever plays, whether it's first string, second string, I think we get the win. All right, yeah. So all on the same page there. All right, boys, that that wraps up the the schedule this year. Well, obviously, the extra game this year, which is actually like low key slept on. Like we haven't really mentioned that. There's you know 17 regular season games this year. That's gonna be pretty sick. Um, my final record here: 14 and three. Bills 14 and three. What do you guys got? 15 and two. I have uh, 13 and four. Okay. So we're all in that same little all area different. there. Yeah. All in that same area there, though. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I again, like I like we said at the beginning of this year or this episode, I am completely bought into this team. I think that they have potential to go and make deep runs. And I guess maybe before we sign off here, we kind of just touch on like what we you know think they're going to do in the playoffs and and if we have any other things we want to add. But I mean, like I said, I think it's AFC Championship or bust with a great chance of winning that game. Um, I think the I think a, something about last year, which I think is huge about going into this year is even though we lost the AFC championship game in kind of an embarrassing way, the fact that we made it there in Josh's third year and a, a lot of our players, you know, young players on this team, Tremaine Edmonds, um, that experience I think is going to be so big down the line. And I think that these guys know how to handle themselves. And I think it's almost like a building block on what happened even a couple of years ago when we went to the playoffs Josh's first time in the playoffs, we played the Texans and we kind of collapse, right? We build on that and are able to make another run and it's just going to keep building. And the more it happens, you know, year in and year out, eventually you're going to break through. Eventually Josh is going to be so comfortable in these situations that it's going to be like a freaking preseason game for him out there in the AFC championship or whatever it is. And maybe that's not this year. And as much as it's going to suck if that happens, like it, no loss is easy, especially in those playoff games. You got to just trust this process because I think we have this young core that is going to be so good for so long. I mean, I said it after we lost, or I think maybe in the middle of that playoff run last year, like I said, give me 10 years and Josh Allen will win a Super Bowl and the Bills will win a Super Bowl. Like I'm that confident with this team. So I cannot wait for this year, man. Um, and and I, I think it's going to be a good, good year to be a Bills fan. Uh, I'll put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think uh, – oh, Trent, I'll let you go first. Oh, it's all right. Go. Well, I was going to throw out some uh, some end-of-the-episode questions, so a few oh, okay. closing thoughts um, here. Yeah, so I predicted 15-2. I mean, honestly, when I sat down, I didn't think I was going to predict 15-2. and two. Uh, I just sort of, like, went with it. But when you, like, really look at the schedule, and um, I, I think the Bills – the Bills uh, – their goals should be win the division, but I really think the way that they can go to the Super Bowl and make this that year is to get that first place in the division, get that first round by and make everything go through Buffalo. And I talked about it a little bit, um, but I, I think, I think I've heard Josh say it. Like he, he realized how big home field advantage is. He said it after that Houston game when they lost, he said it after this chiefs game when they lost, like home field advantage is so key in the playoffs and to make, you know, people come into like, imagine AFC championship game at at orchard park. Like, Oh my God, it would be insane. So I, I really think that is the key to the Bills season and how they get to the super bowl is they got to make everything run through Buffalo. Um, and with my predictions today, I, I think they can definitely be in the running. We'll see what the Chiefs do if they're like, I mean, if they were 16-1, to that'd be pretty crazy. But uh, if it's neck and neck, you know, like hopefully the Bills can edge it out and, and get that uh, get that first spot because I, I really think that'll be huge. But, I mean, I'm all in on this year. I think Josh Allen is going to be a stud. I think, you know, for all those people who are like, oh, it was just one-year fluke, like no fans in the stands, whatever, like they're going to eat crow the whole season because he's just going to eat uh, – he's just going to tear it up. And um, I, I think this is his year. And – I'm really high on the Bills this year, obviously, but I I truly think that um, they have they have the depth, they have the talent overall overall in their whole roster, and if if there's any year to do it, like let's do it in this one. Yeah, how how do you like that 10 a.m. wake up for one o'clock games out there in the West Coast? 
Bro, it's the best. You like There's it? There's nothing. Oh, I love it. I, I wake up at like nine and I tell myself I'm going to work out. I don't work out. I usually <laughs> just crack a beer and just count down till kickoff, like through on Twitter. It's the best yeah. thing. And yeah, I mean, drinking a little bad at 10 a.m. is like my favorite thing in the world. So <laughs> love that. All right, Ethan, what do you got? Yeah, I was just going to end with um, if we go around the horn, everybody give their offensive and defensive MVPs for the Bills for this year. Um, their offenses and defensive, um, like X Factor unsung hero guys that are going to make maybe like the kind of the under the radar guys that are going to make a big difference in your opinion. And then um, the final game that the Bills are going to play, who they're going to play against and what the result is going to be. Wow. Okay. I was not prepared at all for this. That's just why you got to be professional and, and get this done on the spot here. Um, do you, do you want to go first, Ethan, or do you want what, like, do you want us to go first or what are you uh, thinking here? I mean, yeah, you, you need more time first. to, th- you need more time to think about it too. Don't you? No, I, I mean, I can go. I'm, I'm the one who proposed it so I can, I can go, but I, I don't know if you guys, if you want me to go. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um, okay, so what was first? First one was offensive and defensive MVP. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, this might be basic. Josh Allen's my offensive MVP. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I have I put a bet on him to win NFL MVP, right? So I, it, it's gonna for most teams, man. It's the quarterback. I mean, for every team, your quarterback has to be good if you're gonna make a freaking run. And if I'm betting on him to be the MVP of the league, he's gonna be the MVP for the Bills this year. Um, defensive MVP, I am gonna go with. Give me, give me Trey White. Give me Trey White. Um, I know in a couple past episodes, I've mentioned some things about Bill's Mafia overrating him a little bit and maybe thinking he's a little bit better than he is. Um, I also said during those comments that he is an unbelievable player. I just think that maybe sometimes Bill's Mafia maybe gets a little bit over their head with him. But I think, you know, he signed that huge deal a couple years ago. He had a good year last year. It wasn't up to his potential, though. And we know that Trey White's better than what he was last year. Um, and I think that if – I don't know. I think he can he can really have a standout year this year, and, and maybe he's going to come back with a few more picks, um, a few groundbreaking plays. I know he – one thing with him is that he always kind of – you know, if he's not having the greatest of game, he usually comes up in the clutch, and he usually comes down and makes that play when he needs to. Um, he's just a voice on that defense. He's a veteran guy at this point, and he's a leader. And – we, we've struggled with that cornerback two slot, but if we get someone over there that can kind of hold it down or get a rotation of guys that can hold it down, he's going to be matching up against the best guys on the other team and he's going to get the job done. Um, and I, th- I just think that his energy and, and maybe more of his intangibles than his tangibles are going to be the reason that he can be this MVP on the defense for this year. Um, what were the other questions? Unsung heroes. Yeah. Like the offensive defensive X factor. All right, why don't you guys go with your other ones, and then we'll swing back around for me for those, just because I got a lot going up in mind right now. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'll go with my offensive MVP. I mean, I've talked about it a lot. Josh Allen, I, I think this is his year. Um, I don't know how much I, more I need to touch on it, because I feel like I talked about it a lot during this uh, this preview, but I think this is his year to just prove to everybody that he is that guy. He is just a dog, and I, I don't really see any defense like really – stopping him i mean he might have a game here there but i think he's going to be a lot more consistent overall i think um i mean he doesn't really there's like a narrative that he has like an interception problem i feel like still 
but he only threw like 10 last year. And I think he's going to be under 10 this year. Like, I think he's going to take care of the ball. I would love to see him stop taking those like long sacks. Um, but that's kind of just the Josh Allen experience. Um, but I, I mean, I think, I think this is his year to win it all to win the MVP. And, um, and then defensively, I would, I don't know if this is more who I want or if this is predictive, but like, I would love Tremaine Edmonds to just be that stud in the middle that we've been looking for and been hoping that he would grow into. Like if, if he were to be like top, top tier, uh, middle linebacker, I mean, that would just complete the whole defense in my, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, if he can fill on runs and, and cover and, um, pass coverage, like he, he, he is so athletic and he really can do it all. So if he reaches his potential this year, uh, I think he could book the bills to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, I'm not going to talk about any more Josh Allen offensive MVP. I think if the Bills are going to do anything uh, remarkable this year, he has to be the best player on the offense. It's no question about it. Uh, defensive MVP, I'm going with Jordan Poyer. I think he's, you know, doesn't really get the respect he reserve, deserves, and he still hasn't. Still, um, he, he, you know, you never see him in, like, those NFL top 100 lists. Uh, when you talk about, like, best safeties in the league, he's never on any of those lists. But if you look at his stats, he should be. Um, he's, he's an, I think one of like his most underrated characteristics, is like the guy just freaking hits and he comes up and hits like a monster truck. I think he's, I think he's going to have a massive season. Like I've been listening to a lot about like how he, he stopped drinking and he's just like really taken like this off season to the next level. He looks unbelievable from like a physical shape that he's in right now. And I've, you know, his work ethic is crazy. Uh, and, and he's a captain this year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was last year or not, but I just think he's going to take his game to the next level. And he's, he's a veteran. He's going to lead this defense. Um, so I think he's going to have a really solid year for us. Um, I could start off going back on the other way around for the unsung hero X factors. I already talked a little bit about this on the offensive side. I'm going Gabriel Davis. I think he's just going to have a massive year. I mean, he's really unique. You look at our receiving core, it's a lot of, you know, smaller, shiftier guys. Gabriel Davis brings that kind of big body, uh, you know, strength, uh, kind of out muscle you, uh, physicality that we need on that, uh, on the receiving core. He's going to win those jump balls. I think what he needs to do this year to really take his game to the next level is just work on, you know, making sure that he catches the balls that he should catch. I think he had a couple, couple key drops last year. Maybe it was rookie jitters or whatnot. I just think, he has, again, he has that same like work ethic mentality. I think he's learning a lot from Diggs and Beasley. And I think he just adds something different to this offense that the other receivers can't bring. So I think he's, I think he's just due for a massive year. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, my X factor is going to be uh, Ed Oliver. I think for this defense to, to really make a step and be better than we were last year, we just simply need him to be better. Um, his rookie year, he started off slow, but then he really came on towards the end. And so everybody, you know, I, even me going into last year, scroll back on the tapes. I'm pretty sure I said this at our season preview last year that Ed Oliver was going to be a beast. And he wasn't like straight up hand up. I was wrong. He, he disappeared last year. And like, we need that old Ed Oliver back. We need that first round top 10 draft pick Ed Oliver to be back. Um, this D line, we need a big year out of this D line. It was really disappointing. So I think for, um, again, for like 
all of this stuff that he's heard, I think he's ready to take that next step too. So I got Ed Oliver as my defensive X factor. Okay. I like it. You want to go T? Yeah, I'll go quick. Um, cause so I was going to say Oliver, he was my guy, but since you said it, I can switch it up. I don't mind it, but I do agree with everything you said with Ed Oliver. Like he has to produce this year. Like I, I think I was high on him last year. I think I said the same thing last year. He was my X factor last year. <laughs> um, so he, he really needs to take the next step, but I'll say, uh, just to change it up. I think that, and this might be, I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think, but I think Greg Rousseau, could be that X factor that the Bills have needed. Um, obviously, we've seen a lot out of him in preseason. He's had two sacks um, in you know two two games that he first started, and then uh, you know he, I thought he played well against the uh, Packers. But if Greg Rousseau can get in, I don't even think he needs to get into like double digit sacks, but like eight, seven, eight sacks. Um, I think that would be a great season for him, and I think that would take. I mean, our like highest sack. Um, the guy who had the most sacks last year was like AJ Klein with like five and a half. So if he could get to like eight sacks, I think he could really help take that uh, defense to the next level. Um, so offensively, I wanted to go with Devin Singletary here, but I'm going to say Dawson Knox is my X factor for the Bills the offense. I think um, I don't even think we need him to be like, you know, we don't need him to be like Travis Kelsey. I, I think he just needs to make plays whenever, you know, he gets the ball thrown to him, move those chains. And I think as a red zone target, I think he'll be big this year. Like I could see him getting close to close to like 10 touchdowns this year. Um, I think he's he needs a big year, um, just like at Oliver. He, he really needs to show up this year, but I, I think I could see him really taking that next step and solidifying as that number one tight end that we've been looking for. Like it, like it. Um, for me, so I, I guess I'm taking this more of like the unsung hero approach more than like a, I guess it's kind of like an X factor too, but I, like I think Ethan started off with like unsung hero. So offense, is it, mine, mine might be a little more like hotter takes, um, but I wanted to switch it up and got you know, like a little bit of a different perspective. Um, Offense, I kind of talked about him a little bit, but I'm going Brita. Um, I think that again, this running back room, and and this like might be like controversial from my point of view, considering I've been that guy who's like really been high on Singletary coming to this year. I've been saying like this is Singletary revenge year, like he's going to come out hot, and that doesn't mean that you know Brita can't be good too. I think Singletary would be solid, but I think that there's just this running back room has been jumbled and. We don't know what's going to happen. Even if these guys play well, it seems like no matter what, we're always going to rotate these new guys in. And I just really think that Brita is better than a lot of people think he is. And I don't know if that's the fans, the coaching staff, whatever. When he was in San Francisco, I mean, he was a great running back for them. He is fast. He's physical. He can he runs through guys. I mean, his speed when he gets the ball, like his yak, he, he, can, he can really be a game changer in some ways. And I said this last episode or the episode before, I think, but the way that I think a lot of people view Brita is that he's like the veteran in the room, right? With like Moss and Singletary, these younger guys, which he is to an extent. He's only like 28 or 29 years old. He's not this guy who's like over the hill that they brought in for like a Frank Gore type guy. I don't even think he's that old. I think he's like 26. Yeah, so exactly. So he might even be like 27, 26. Like he's still like in the prime of his career. And I think he still has a lot of life left. And so inevitably maybe when you see Moss kind of getting in this little rut or his injuries kind of, you know, holding them back a little bit more than we thought it was, or say Singletary's kind of on a tear and then he, he does these things where he gets really inconsistent. Right. And 
maybe you bring Breida in there and he starts giving you that consistency that you need. Maybe he's not going to be like – he's not going to be a McCaffrey or Delvin Cook or something like that, but he can be a consistent you know, guy that runs the ball for you and can catch the ball to the backfield. And, and I really like Breida's upside, and I really hope that they kind of utilize him more than I've really been seeing a lot in the preseason training camp. So that's my offensive side of the ball. Um, defensive side of the ball, I was maybe going to go a little bit – weirder with it and and maybe say like the second whoever plays at that second cornerback slot could be could see being like an unsung hero or an x-factor but i'm going to kind of go similar to what you said t i'm going to say epinesa though i just think that this team if they're going to be 14 and 3 like i projected them to and if they're gonna you know make deep playoff runs right your defense has to be good and i still stand by the number one thing that was wrong with their defense last year was not getting any pass rush and i think you you know trent you said it their leading sack guy had like five sacks last year, but it wasn't even that. I'm not even, I don't even care about the numbers that much. It just seems like when I was watching these games and it's third down situations or second and long obvious passing situations, we're not getting any pressure on the cornerback. And, and our, that affects our secondary that gets guys open way easier. I mean, these guys, the quarterbacks are sitting in the pocket for five to seven seconds. It's like, it, you know, you're screaming at your TV for these guys to get some pressure. So, I think it's a huge deal. And I think if we're going to be good this year and if we're going to be 14, three, like I project them to be, they're going to have to have a pass rush. And that's kind of been the big talk of this off season, right? Is like you said, Rousseau coming and drafting him. Epinesa supposedly had a great off season and kind of worked his way back up. They also drafted Basham. Like they made it a clear priority that they wanted to get better at the DN possession position. Um, and I liked what I saw out of Epinesa in the preseason. So I really hope that he, gets some reps and I hope that they play him a lot more than they did last year. It was almost like the Ed Oliver approach with him where he came in his rookie year, didn't play too much. And maybe they start rolling him out there a lot more this year. Um, you know, he was an Addison. Just, I, I, we, we know the song and dance with them. I don't know if it's really going to cut it deep into the year. Uh, they might get worn out. And so I got Epinesa as my X factor on song hero, whatever you want to call it, but I'm going with him and Brita for, uh, for those two guys. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I got. What was there? Another question, Ethan? Oh, yeah, the, so the last thing is, uh, what will be the last game the Bills play? Who will their opponent be, and what will be the result? We'll start with Trent this time. All right. Um, well, listen, I don't think they go 15-2. and two. In my projections, I'm going to project them getting that first seed. Maybe I'm just being an optimist, but I'm gonna, it's a prediction. Why the fuck not? I'm going to say they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, I mean, why why would I predict that and not predict them to win? Like, I don't think they're going to go there and, and not win. So, <laughs> it's a prediction. We'll have fun with it. Um, but I, I think there is a legit chance that they can do it. So, you know, I don't think I'm totally being, like, a biased Bills fan here. I think I don't even – it's it's crazy that, like, you have to feel, like, a little guilty predicting the Bills to go to the Super Bowl still. But, like – everyone's predicting it. Like a lot of people are, it's like a common thing now. So yeah, maybe it's just me trying to get over that hurdle, but I'm going to say the bills win the super bowl. Jesus. I, yeah. weird to say. I like it, man. Why not? I, uh, I felt the same way. And I finally last night admitted to myself that it's going to be okay. That I expect the bills to win a super bowl this year. So I'm picking the bills. I'm picking the Bills to beat Aaron Rodgers and his um, last hurrah with the Packers in the Super Bowl this year. Put him six it feet down. Under. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I just think it's this is the year it happens. Uh, 
and like Trent said, you know, I'm I picking them to win the AFC championship, right? So they can't they can't go to the Super Bowl and lose. Like, well, they could, but I mean, I'm not gonna be the one that predicts that, right? Yeah. We already did that four times in a row. This is a year <laughs> where we make history. And like I said at the beginning of this this episode, like why not now? Like what 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 else do we need at this point? Like we just need to execute. It's not like you can make the argument, yeah, we're short a corner, we don't have a but like this is the time, like the team's assembled, we got McDermott at the helm, like Super Bowl is well within our grasp, so that's my prediction. I love it, boys. I love where your head's at. Um, I'm just going to have to be that guy that uh, doesn't say the same Bring thing. Bring us down to earth. Just go three for three here. I think that'll be kind of a tough look. But, um, I mean, I said AFC Championship or bust. I think they do make it back there. I think they lose to the Chiefs. I think it's kind of a repeat of what happened last year. Um, I think they win the Super Bowl with, like I said last year, within the next you know seven to ten years. Like They will win it at some point, and I will have that feeling that you guys are having right now at some at some preseason um, maybe it's next year maybe it's the year after that they're gonna do it like I, I'm confident they will do it I just can't get myself to that point right now this year um, but I will tell you that like it, I mean I think last year when we were doing our play when the Bills made the playoffs and we you know we did pre or projections during the year like after like by week by week when we get to the playoffs like I do, don't do projections because I'm just not going to project the bills to lose so once we get there like I'm projecting them to win but like this is <laughs> right. far enough away where I can be like no I think they're gonna lose <laughs> I know um, that feeling all too well yeah because I mean like dude like we go to the AFC championship I'm not gonna sit here and be like well I think it's a solid fought game and the bills lose like I'm not gonna put that out in the universe I'm not gonna put that energy out there like my vibes has to be completely focused on just getting the dub um but I'm, I'm far enough and out out not right now where I can kind of project this and i think i think the chiefs honestly just go go back to the super bowl i think they win it again this year um i think they bounce back from last year and i think mahomes is going to get like five four or five super bowls over his career and i think he's going to get another one this year so we we don't quite get over the hump yet but uh we'll be there and i hope i'm wrong i mean i hope you boys are right obviously i, I hope trent's right because i would love to beat brady in the super bowl that's like my <laughs> ultimate oh fantasy. My yeah i I would be so stressed out. I don't even know if I'd make it to the Super Bowl. But um, I my my thing with like the Chiefs is I just I don't want this to be like an every year thing where it's like we're their little brother. Like uh, yeah. we still haven't got over the hump. Like if we were to lose another AFC Championship game to them, like I mean I would be crushed. But like I don't yeah, want I've, that narrative out there. Like we gotta we gotta make that jump eventually. And if we don't get them in the regular season, we have to do it in the playoffs. We yeah. have to. Like I have bigger hope, like because that narrative is almost like that's almost kind of like the Patriots and the Steelers of right of like right. the last time the Colts right too. and and in the Colts and the Steelers each got like a Super Bowl mixed in there but like I have higher hopes that the Bills don't just get one and then they lose to the Chiefs every other year like I want them to I think they can be in the mix to at least make an appearance to like two or three Super Bowls and not just like you said be that little brother that like because it was like always the Steelers the Colts and the Patriots Patriots will always move on the Steelers got their one. The Colts got their one, whatever, but like they were never really making it past that stage. So you're right, man. That like that would suck. Um, it'd be tough, but we'll see. Um, anything else on, on your end, Ethan? Last thoughts about anyone? I think that was a pretty solid episode. I mean, I love doing these every year. Um, having Trent on, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll maybe have you on again, like during the year, like something goes down or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'll always be down. We'd love to have you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Uh, dude, we're here. I mean, week one is around the corner. I will be 
Oh, dude, just think about me at like so jealous, dude. I'm like eleven so thirty, twelve o'clock. Talk about it. In the oh my god, parking lot, you tailgating, tailgating, have a few blue lights. Oh, you maybe and Dags having, too. Yeah, maybe having you know a little little hot dog action, maybe a little <laughs> or something. Just getting right, just getting right for this game, and I, I just can't, I just cannot wait. So jealous. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah, dude, I you mean, better scream for the both of us. Oh, I'll be All making. Us, I guess. I'll be. I'll be. My goal is like I can't. How many terrible towels team. are there going to be? I feel like the Steelers fans travel well. Yeah, dude. Right. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. We'll. We'll see. That is I a mean, good question. I think. I think a couple of my buddies from school are making the trip. I mean, Steelers fans definitely do travel well. They're literally everywhere. Like wor- they're worldwide. Like I think they're the biggest fan yeah. base, like overseas and everything too. So them and, like I mean them and I feel like them and the Packers. Yeah. It's just like weird fandom. Um, but, dude, yeah, can't wait. Uh, you, have you, a great at least time. you guys will the, – the one thing I – what's like – I mean, I'm not – no regrets about going to the game, obviously, but, you know, something about red zone, right? First week of football mm-hmm. Sunday, you're throwing on Scott Hansen on that TV, get a little red zone action, you get your bats in. Maybe Nothing, Nothing's better than going dual TV, um, right. red zone on one, Bills on the other. Throw sound on the Bills game. You got yeah. Scott Hansen in the background. That's my setup every week. That's my setup yeah. every week. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I'm jealous of that. I also won't be able to really watch any other uh, any of the other games, so I'm going to be, like, kind of behind the eight ball and, like, scouting on, like, what other teams look like, kind of, which is going to be not great for me. Um, but I'm excited. It's all worth it. Yeah, all worth well, it. Yeah, so. you'll, you'll have a, enough fun where it, it won't matter. Yeah, true, true. All right, boys, well – Trent, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you, everybody who, you know, listened in all the way through to this one. Um, you know, we'll see you after week one for a recap of that. And, and we're right in the thick of things now. So no more having to sit here and listen to Ethan and I talk about what we eat during quarantine. Um, we're going to be giving you straight recaps of, of Bill's games and looking forward to the rest of the season now. And that hockey season might be, you know, going to be rolling around low-key around the corner. So um, go Bills, go Sabres as always, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, and we'll soon we'll see you, we will see you next time.